is Alfred Hitchcock, and I would like to tell you about my forthcoming lecture. It is about the birds and their age-long relationship with man. In my lecture, I hope to make you all aware of our good friends, the birds. Welcome to the Survival Podcast for people who take movies too seriously. We survived the apocalypse, so you don't have to. I'm Johnny. And I'm Shane. And this week's For the Birds. Caca. Um, <laughs> well, For the Birds, is, that means this week is kind of a bit shit, isn't it? That's what that phrase tends oh, yeah. to mean. So. Well, I thought it was like, oh, you know, him, he's For the Birds, like he's mad. He's cheese st- sandwiches short of a picnic, he's For the Birds, you know. I never really heard it... As regards a person, I always heard that... Oh, that's for the birds? Yeah, yeah, like... like a, a, yeah, like, oh, this week's for the birds is in this week's county shit. If the weather was bad or something. Uh, I, I, I heard I would people, say fine weather for ducks. <laughs> I've heard people <laughs> use it a lot on, like, shoots where it's, like, really cold and somebody's like, oh, this is for the birds. Or oh, something really? like that. Oh, right, okay. Or maybe I'm just thinking of the old man in American movie. <laughs> I think he says it. Um, I don't know, yeah, no, I just wouldn't use it that way. That's funny. It's not really an Irish term anyway, like, so... Probably not. I just couldn't think of anything else to say to introduce... Yeah. ...that we're doing Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds. I could have just said... From huge, monstrous lizard monsters to their flying ancestors. (laughs) (laughs) We're here Um, with the birds. Well, no, these aren't their ancestors. The, The dinosaurs would be their ancestors. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. You know what I meant. Yeah, yeah. Um, descendants. To their, to their descendants. To their, like, they're far, far, far off relatives. Yeah. Um, well, that's one of the main theories, isn't it? That they evolved into birds. But there's no evidence in between evolution to really show it. Yeah, I guess we went into that a bit. But I guess, well, we're all fucking, we're all descendants of one organism anyway, I guess. Well, uh, yeah, the first single cell <laughs> organism. But I think it's... Um, Humans and birds haven't shared an ancestor in 300 million years, I think. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, so long. Apart, but, like, yeah. yeah. Whereas, like, you know, the birds, their ancestors been dinosaurs as far as 65 million years ago. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. We've got closer. A, yeah, yeah. We've got, other, we've got other mammals that we were linked with, you know, whatever million yeah. years ago. But we haven't uh, shared okay, one with yeah. birds in 300 million and I'm not even sure if that is the number. So w- once you get into like the hundreds of millions, I think scientists are just saying a big number. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, it's uh, 300 million. Yeah, whatever's longer than the last number. I think actually it's my mic stand's weakening after just saying... We were just talking about how these mic stands have lasted us really long and they were really cheap. And <laughs> yeah. But I think they're on their way out. If any uh, mic stand company is listening and wants to send us new mic stands, uh, we'll advertise them for a few weeks yeah, yeah. on the podcast. So, The Birds, when was the last time you saw The Birds? It's in the film, not... A very, very long time ago. I probably caught, like, a Sunday daytime TV matinee and yeah. probably didn't even watch the whole thing. Do you like it? Sorry. I... It's pretty freaky, but... Like, I, I see... Like, obviously... 
It was made in what, like 62, 63? 63, 63, yeah. yeah. So it's very um, dated a lot in that way, but. It is, but then, like, think of it, that's only, you know, 10 odd years before Jaws. Yeah. It's the same length between it and Jaws as. I'm trying to think of what Jaws and E.T. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. It's kind of. I'm not sure of exact, but we're in or around that. Yeah, like, yeah, it looks like there's a far bigger leap between the birds and Jaws, though. There was, yeah, definitely. <laughs> but also Hitchcock's style was he'd been making films a long time, so he would have made films in a slightly older style, even though he had his own very unique voice as yeah, a filmmaker. Yeah. He'd have been doing stuff that was already, say, 10 years out of date in terms of film techniques or, you know, cinematography techniques to what the newest, latest people be doing. And then you got to take Jaws is Spielberg and all those guys were the first ever kind of Oh, I know. It's the, so yeah, it's the new Hollywood. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they were trying out new crazy shit and stuff. Well, that's more why... Yeah, but that's yeah. kind of more why I wanted to illustrate that. that it's such yeah. a difference. It is a big leap. Because, I mean, like, even to... You compare fucking Scorsese... What was Scorsese's last film? Wolf of Wall Street, no? Yeah, Wolf of Wall Street. Compare that to what was 10 years before that, maybe... Um, uh, the remake of Infernal Affairs, The Departed. There's no yeah, difference yeah. in the in the style of film, like no, it's no. on the ball in both, because it's completely different now. Like, whereas yeah, yeah, well, it's more like nowadays you have to be. I guess the leap in technology wasn't that grand between the birds and the cycle. No, like yeah, exactly. Yeah, and there's good fuse between them and the. Think? Actually, I said that thinking there was, but no, I think no. It's just that psychos and black and white. Yeah, yeah. directly. It was his next film after. So. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like I liked, I, I used to love the birds when I was younger. Oh, yeah. I saw when I was about thirteen. Yeah, I remember there was a remember. I don't know if it was like this in America, but because well, mainly we've got listeners in the states. But here we had Cartoon Network, and at nine o'clock it became. TNT. T- yeah, for, um, sometimes it was TNT and sometimes it was Turner Classic Movies. It was TCM or TNT. Oh, yeah, yeah. On Fridays it became TNT and I used to watch WCW Wrestling and on every other day it became TCM. For me, anyway. Oh, TCM, that's what it was, yeah, yeah. They're both Turner yeah. owned, like. Yeah, I used to love watching old movies after. Yeah, but they done it Hitchcock season and it was while I was sick, I think I. And, uh, tonsillitis oh, i had i so remember I was, when that was on and i, <laughs> I think i watched age. i watched like rope and marnie or something <laughs> yeah so. yeah i um rope anyway it was the first time i saw rope yeah um because we did like an old no so i i saw rope the first time when a guy in we were in college lent me the dvd because i was talking about making a film that was all one continuous uh, shot and he's like oh you need to see rope and he gave me the dvd so i hadn't seen that sorry well who gave you uh carl oh okay um, so I was thinking, like, oh, was that me? Because I remember having rope on DVD, and it's I haven't seen it in years. I was hoping <laughs> you had it all this time. <laughs> um, I have it right here. Because, <laughs> like, I was probably younger. Actually, I was probably ten or eleven. I was very yeah. young. Because I remember, like, we had an old, like, black and white. Because t- I was in my bedroom, and there was an old black and white TV in the attic that I had in, that I took down and used in my room. Because I had like the co- the two coloured ones were downstairs. Oh and, yeah. You know, it's 90s Ireland, you couldn't have fucking having three colour TVs would be ridiculous. Sure, that's crazy. Um But yeah, so like I just assumed all Hitchcock's films were in black and white. Because <laughs> I knew Psycho was. And then I saw all the others. And, and you were and you white. were getting all the TV channels in your room. Did you get it piped in, did you? I can't remember how we got them 
in my because room. you would have been getting or do because if you just had rabbit ears you would have gotten like the three irish channels <laughs> yeah no no we we're getting them yeah i can't remember how well like i guess you're just getting this is back to one in. of these things of like growing up in poor ireland we only had three channels and now we have like four so <laughs> we had we had like the whatever 20 channels you sort of got with a basic package yeah but you had to be plugged into the aerial for that didn't you yeah but you're yeah i assume we just yeah, were yeah. i mean we'd have had them in the two downstairs you know? i don't see why yeah, we yeah. Have. Like, I just remember when I was a kid, I got I liked that I I got an old TV and I had rabbit ears on it. Mm. I had it for uh, like a PlayStation or something. Like yeah, that. yeah, and yeah. I could get like RT one and RT two and uh, TG Car on it with rabbit ears in my room. And I remember asking my parents like, "Oh, can we plug it into the main TV?" And they were like, "No, it's a really big deal to like put the wire up through the house and stuff." Right, and they wouldn't let me do it. Yeah, I guess we just had that. I don't know why, though. Um, <laughs> Switch swim, yeah. But that was a long story to how we... I know, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I was just really surprised. Sorry. Um, yeah, so the birds. The original question was... <laughs> how long um, has it been? No, did you like the birds? And I was talking about how it'd been dated. And yes, stuff. sorry. And, uh, but this is really funny, like, when... There's a couple of shots in it. Or there's loads of shots in it where, say... Um, I watched the scene again, a couple of scenes again today, like, on mm. YouTube... Just as a refresher. And there's a scene where your one is in... She goes into, like, the attic room. Yeah, yeah. And the birds attack her loads. And it's just... There's loads of moments where clearly someone just threw, like, a stuffed bird at the camera. Oh, yeah, <laughs> And stuff yeah. like that. It's really funny. And uh, and her not being able to get out of the door was just, like... She just was not trying hard enough. And so... <laughs> well, that's the thing with all her films. Like, the yeah. blocking is always really poor. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's funny, like... But it's funny, that scene as well, because we've just done Jurassic Park, and that was what Spielberg's referencing in... Well, in the, in Lost World, with the... What's the little dinosaurs? The raptors? No, no, the tiny, Oh, the compies. Yeah, the compies. Like, it's meant to be the birds, where they're just mass... The mass attack on oh, people. Yeah. And the same, like, Jaws. It's funny that we do two Spielberg ones and then this because the birds yeah. is referencing loads of his stuff even in Jaws the yeah. Hooper in the shark tank oh yeah that's meant to and it, do, it mimics it really well the uh, in the birds when she's in the phone box and the birds crashing oh. into it yeah. and the Simpsons episode I, I referenced last week on Jurassic Park <laughs> <laughs> also uh, references the birds in the same episode but yeah, it's just it's just funny. We, I'm not but didn't sh- didn't um, I can't remember the name main actor's name. The girl I keep oh. thinking it's Marnie, but that's the other Hitchcock film. Melanie. Oh, the the actress or the well, the, yeah, the actor. Melanie's the character's name. Did she get like really hurt when they were filming it? Oh yeah, he just tortured her. Like, but he done that wall. All his female leads. Yeah, anyway. he's just a monster. Like all the like long legged blonde women that all look the exact same. Yeah, he just, they all did one film with him and then they never acted again, kind of thing. Like <laughs> or at least never acted with him again. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. It's not really weird because, because he kept, he had that thing for the long-legged blonde. And this is before yeah. the sort of cliche of like in blondes, maybe. I don't know. I don't know what. Yeah. It seemed like very specific to him. Almost that you'd imagine like, you know, you're basing that, he, like it's an ex-girlfriend or something. And he always hired somebody who looked like them. But then you yeah. look at him and you're like, well, he never went out with anybody that looked that pretty. <laughs> no, it was probably a girl who rejected him. Yeah, who yeah. didn't get. But it, that's such a, like, really obviously putting your your problems into your work or into your life so much. But I suppose yeah. it's like how in, um, is it in Inglorious Bastards, how 
Tarantino wanted to choke your one for real. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but, and in all his films, he puts in all these, like, because he has this fush fetish thing, he puts into loads of his films. And stuff. But that's putting in something you like as opposed to putting in something you dislike. Yeah. Like, he's putting in those women. He and likes then, strangling and women and tor- women's feet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a, like, Tarantino doesn't seem to dislike women. He seems no. to, if he's choking somebody, it's like a fetish thing. There's plenty of yeah, yeah. normal people that like rough stuff. Whereas Hitchcock seemed to get a certain type of girl and then proceed to make their life miserable while they're on set. Yeah. Like, so like that's quite different in the term. It's a lot more it's almost more sinister, isn't it? When you put it that way. Yeah. Like Tarantino's is at least it like maybe weird weird sexual kinks, but yeah. coming from a healthy place, if it's just if yeah. it's not serious it's it's not like it's not like he's making anybody's life miserable. You know? I know, yeah, yeah. As far as I know anyway, I don't know what it was yeah. your one did she did she try and stop him from choking her? No, she probably <laughs> lost consciousness and everything. Really? Yeah, he decided that uh, he was going to do it because is it would this be definitely safer. is this definitely true? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's the type of thing we could get in trouble for. It's the scene it's where <laughs> what's his name? I thought it was just he he didn't like how the actor was doing it, so he done it himself. Yeah, kind of thing. But he actually he went too far with her, and like she lost consciousness. <laughs> Uh-huh. I just have this image that like he was in a perfectly accurate custom made Nazi uniform to do the scene even though he never appears in the film in that uniform or something Wait, he though he probably just put on the gloves yeah. like you know what I mean but it, it kind of gives you that Im- I just kind of imagine yeah, him doing yeah. that I'd say, well, yeah. I mean to be honest like because he can't it's not like he can wear a Nazi uniform any other time uh, yeah <laughs> like I'd probably use the excuse. you know what? I'd probably do the same thing because um, <laughs> it'd be interesting I remember seeing an interview with Tom Cruise where he's talking about what did he, he played a Nazi before didn't he oh what was it called Fury or something no it's um, he played a Nazi anyway it doesn't matter the guy he, he had the eye it, patch yeah. oh the guy he the guy that tried to kill Hitler yeah uh, but anyway uh, but he was just saying that once you put on the SS uniform your personality completely changed like once you see yourself in the mirror wearing it all of a sudden you actually kind of feel more powerful because of the what it's linked to yeah yeah what and he was represents. just saying it's like it's a very weird state of mind and it's very dangerous that he like <laughs> he felt really he liked being in it because he felt powerful but then when he realized why that was he just couldn't wait for the shoot to be over or That's even really for that funny. night what an amazing observation from yeah. a lunatic um, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> it actually cool. listen to i think it was on the nerdist episode he done an artist podcast. Oh right, okay. It's so weird because you know you only you only ever get like ten minute clips of Tom Cruise being Tom Cruise, like when yeah. he's on like a Jonathan Ross or something. And it always seems to be like really pre recorded or pre arranged questions. He seems more. Uh, he seems more like he's playing a character than he does in films. Yeah, you realize yeah. how good of an actor he is when you see him being Tom Cruise because you're like, yeah. oh my god, he's such a character. He's so he's phony, like yeah, yeah. But in the Nerdist episode, his guard's complete because he's just chatting like oh, this, okay. and he just comes across like a really nice guy. He's talking completely normal, like <laughs> yeah. it's really, it's really weird hearing him just be a normal person. That's really weird. Like, it's like they just got him really in a good mood, chilled out. Yeah, I heard Russell Russell Brand was on Joe Rogan's podcast recently, and he was talking about like going over there for dinner and stuff. And just like having, you know, having that same idea of Tom Cruise and then ending up having an argument with him about com- whether communism can work or not. 
<laughs> and the idea that Tom Cruise even has those conversations is weird to me. <laughs> yeah. Hey, like, Tom Cruise is people. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, we're getting so sidetracked. Know, Tom yeah. Cruise will eventually probably do a remake of The Birds, so... Yeah. Can you remember the my biggest taken from The Birds, and it's recurring now in almost... With the exception of Cujo... Cujo's yeah. the only film we've done in a hair hole when animals attack series where yeah. there isn't a main character that's batshit crazy. Like, the grey oh, you so have yeah. Liam Neeson. Yeah. Jaws you have p- potentially everybody, but definitely Quint. Jurassic yeah. Park you have Hammond. And in this episode we have, like, Melanie's batshit crazy. Yeah. Like, she travels, like, what, 60 miles? For a joke. For a joke. Yeah, and he's batshit. I still don't know. I've seen that film maybe ten times. I don't know why he was following her to begin with. When he he, he was he was buying the lovebirds. Yeah, but he knew. But then she, he didn't buy them. Like, no, he knew who she was because he's a lawyer and he's seen her in court. Oh, and okay. he sort of makes these sort of not threatening remarks, but about being on to her and stuff. And then it's just like never revisited. And it's like, why does he care? Like, she's essentially Paris Hilton. She's like a Hollywood socialite type character. Ah, okay, yeah, yeah. Who? Well, her father like owns a newspaper, so she's just yeah, a rich yeah. kid. I don't. I see. I don't remember this part of it. She she just gets into fucking hijinks and ends up getting going to court a bit. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. she fucking was drunk in Paris and danced in a fountain semi nude, and it became a big news yeah. story. And so she was in court recently while he was in court and he just saw her there. And he mentions that, mentions that. and then he leaves and then she does, yeah, she buys the lo- the lovebirds to yeah. leave in his house as a prank for his sister. And it's, it's never really explained why either of them would go <laughs> do to, any... do either of them. Like, they're both crazy. It's, that's, that's the behavior of yeah. lunatics. It's like when he meets her, isn't it in the shop? Yeah, it's in the bird shop. And he decides, the shop, the he decides to pretend that he thinks she works there or something. Yeah, yeah, to see if she'll go along, go along with it. I think his idea is essentially to play a prank on her, to put her on the other end of it for a change. Yeah. Even though they're both doing they're both just, it's just two people trying to prank each other. Yeah. That's essentially what the film's about. Like, two people that do a pointless prank at the start that leads yeah. to them being in the same place the it's birds. like a really weird meet cute but then maybe weird. that's the, the point too that like she's like she's acting completely mental for for any human being <laughs> yeah to align with birds acting mental i don't know a lot of the way yeah. people act in older films just doesn't seem like how humans behave anyway yeah no it's more oh this will work for the story or kind of yeah, this is a cool yeah. quirky idea the kid as well always oh, mitch's sister, oh, sister yeah, yeah oh she's, she's really creepy she's <laughs> really annoying young children crying in old movies is oh, one yeah. of the most irritating things it's just ever. Like, <laughs> yeah and they just stay doing it like <laughs> and it's, that's it like yeah. oh and it's like in older movies where really obviously the child doesn't say anything and they shoot like really bad blocking and you have like a voice actor just ADR is going mommy what are you doing and it's, it's like that real kind of oh really much yeah, yeah um but yeah overall like i'm not sure if i actually liked it. i think i used to like the film the more i watch it as a adult i yeah. think it's just the same as any horror movie like 
Yeah. It's credited as being like, you know, one of the greatest thrillers ever made. And it's no different than most horror movies. It's just because Hitchcock's name's on it. It has a 96% score on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm. But I think a lot of it is just people look at it because it's Hitchcock. Yeah. They have to like it. I love Hitchcock. I love most of his films. Like if if yeah. I was to list out my top twenty, there's like three Hitchcock films in there. Oh, right, right, the yeah, Birds yeah. isn't one of them though. The Birds yeah. is like I, I think it's kind of a bad film. Yeah, but it's Hitchcock, what are your so. what are your top two by the way? Psycho and Rope. Anyway. I, um, Rope's a fucking amazing film. Yeah, I love like I love Psycho. Yeah, um, probably I haven't prefer, seen that in a long time. Actually, probably prefer Rope though. Yeah, uh, and Rebecca. I really like Rebecca. Yeah. Right. Have I seen, no I haven't seen that actually that's great that's his first American <laughs> movie um, and that's actually that the book Rebecca I can't remember the writer's name uh, she's French I think but anyway uh, The Birds is based off a novella of hers as well oh yeah I think he completely I haven't read The Birds the novel but I think he completely like threw out the book it was essentially <laughs> the name like yeah uh, I think originally he'd bought the rights to do it as like remember he had the show Alfred Hitchcock presents. Oh yeah, it was just going to be an episode of that. But it does what... have that kind of feel, like it's yeah, just a. Yeah. It feels like a very small story in a lot of ways. It does feel like just an episode of the Twilight Zone kind of feel to it. I think, and to be fair to him, like, and I can appreciate it existing for as just to try out new technology, like the maps yeah. of how like how they actually done the effects which would have looked incredible for the time and just to i'm sure it was nice to shoot scenes that tense yeah and you know like quite an expensive film for the time and it was all like kind of as a result of the success of psycho because he was sort of on his way out when he done psycho and then suddenly (laughs) everybody's like oh he's better than ever and then the true money at him and he done the birds yeah yeah and that was even more successful, like... So I can see why, he, of course, he would do that film, like... Yeah. Same like reason the... Spielberg would do The Lost World, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I watched, um... I watched that scene, and it's the freakiest fucking scene, I think, the whole lot. It's just where they're trying to get to the car at the very end. Because mm. I, I just watched a couple of clips today, and... Uh, it's just done really well because the birds don't do anything, but it just feels so tense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even having not watched the whole film, so for me it was almost out of context. It still has that like yeah, it just looks. It's really er- it, that scene is really like earned itself in a way. Yeah, yeah. Like without everything else that's happened, it's still a really really tense. Um, and then scene. in context, it's even more tense because yeah. you know why they're still because because they know us. Ha- Mitch points it out where he noticed a pattern. They attack, then retreat, and then regroup. And every time they regroup, there's twice as many. So oh, they've just right. carried out this assault on the house, and they've stopped. Yeah. So when he goes out and sees all them birds, that's them waiting for to regroup. So you yeah. know that there's going to be twice as much next time. Oh, so it's just it's only going to get worse. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So that's why they take that chance to move. Like this is their quiet moment. But if we wow. stand any longer, everything you see in that scene, there'll be twice as much in a half an hour. Like, yeah, yeah. So in context, like, whoa, that's terrifying. Man, there, that's a mindfuck. <laughs> there's a deleted scene as well. Like, and maybe it's where like Planet of the Apes got the idea, or I don't know, know if they even shot it when they get out of Bodega Bay. I think that's where they are. 
Yeah. It's a made-up place, I think, anyway. And they go to San Francisco. I'm wondering, coming to the... They stop and they, on the Golden Gate Bridge, and it's just covered <laughs> in, in birds. birds. Yeah. That's brilliant. <laughs> oh, my God, as well. It has to be my favourite stupid cop in in, all, in any movie. When <laughs> the, the first time birds attack the house... Yeah. The cop comes and he just doesn't believe what's going. You know the classic dumb yeah, cop, yeah. but he's remarkable in this. Where like, they're just like they're trying to explain what happened. Or no, it was the kids' party. Remember the kid, the, the, the birds yeah. attacked the kids' party. Oh yeah, yeah. And they're telling the cop. He's like, they're like, oh, it was Catty's birthday. He's like, oh, really? What age is she? And he just keeps getting sidetracked. <laughs> <laughs> and um, at one point. They're talking about like birds attacking, and he's just out and over. He goes, "My wife found a bird in the back of her car once." <laughs> <laughs> he's just, he's just talking. Just totally oblivious. To yeah. that's brilliant. Um, <laughs> like, I think actually, there's the attack, and then like the cam, and they say, "Oh, call whatever the police chief's name is." Yeah. And the next scene, it just transitions to you know a dead bird, and he's just standing over it, <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, it's a sparrow, all right." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and maybe like it was it looks like now it looks like it's parodying CSI as well yeah but like 40 years before <laughs> CSI so we take off his sunglasses and go it's a sparrow yeah like, <laughs> and like oh there's just some great actually you were talking about the her being attacked in the attic yeah yeah so good an old fashioned fucking <laughs> an old fashioned just how a man acts <laughs> when, oh when yeah he just drags her out by the arm and when he, he drags her downstairs and he shouts to his sister, Kai, like his first instinct get some brandy. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and I think when he gets the brandy, he pours it and he takes a shot himself and then uh, <laughs> and then pours, like has her drink some because that's how you yeah. calm a hysterical woman back in the day. <laughs> like you give them some brandy. That's, that's such a, a man move though. It's brilliant. There's a like, you pour it, take it yourself and then hand it to them. <laughs> yeah. I, like... I could remember that differently in my head. Yeah, yeah. Up in it. Um, but that's really funny. Yeah, I guess like it's still a decent film, but I I just don't understand why films like just and like almost pick a horror movie where there's like monsters are considered you know cheesy or subpar. Yeah, and then when Hitchcock does it, it first of all, nobody calls it a horror. It's a thriller, even though it's about birds. It, uh, like, it's that's definitely... such a horror film. It's yeah. a horror film, but no, everybody says thriller, like... Yeah. The same with... I, I hate that. People do it with Psycho as I was well. just going to say that, yeah. They do it with Silence of the Lambs. Silence of the Lambs is about a man who eats people trying to find a person that skins people and wears... <laughs> wears a horror film. It's a horror movie. It's a good horror film. Yeah, yeah. It's just weird, the, like, the horror being a dirty word. I think it's they're trying to separate themselves from kind of like hammer horror and then from okay. and then the modern is you know like saw films like saw and stuff like that can, are horror. Oh, can, I, that's exactly what they're doing. But like, yeah. it's just stupid. Like, yeah, it's horror. <laughs> they do it like twenty eight days later, where it's like not horror; it's a viral thriller. Was what they called it? I didn't know that was <laughs> a genre. I didn't know that was a genre. Viral thriller. A viral thriller. Yeah. What is? Twenty eight days later. It's a fucking okay. zombie movie. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. But as a scenario, yeah, uh, birds would be quite quite terrifying. I think they are. Birds are scary anyway. Yeah, and it's, they're it's those scary little eyes. Actually, I nearly got attacked by a bird the other day. But really, 
Oh, I skip over that. <laughs> there should be a story there. I was um, I sat on the bus stop and there's this big crow just came down and he kept doing this really weird thing. Like I was standing there, I don't know what it was, but I have a like a blue drinking bottle mm. in my bag and I think he just looked really attracted to that or something. Right. Because my bag was black and I was wearing dark clothes and then it was just this bright blue, it's like baby blue bottle yeah yeah um and i was just standing away from the bus stop and this crow is like edging towards me and he keeps pausing and then turning his head because that's how they look at you <laughs> yeah because yeah. they can't look straight on like yeah, we can and so he just keeps like and then he hops a little bit closer and then turns his head the other way and stares at me and then hops a bit closer and then turns his head the other way and then i put like my foot down towards him and he backed off two steps and then he started it again and we did this kind of like, he was just doing this for ages. Where it was, was really weird. Where was this? Just up the road. Okay, so it was near your house, like. So there is actually a good chance that's just a bird that recognized you. Because crow, especially crows don't tend to, like everybody yeah. has this idea that you see, you walk out your house and you see like crows, that they're, it's a different batch of crows yeah, every yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but they're probably the same ones. Up, for up till years, you're probably seeing the same yeah. the same crow now you might obviously they migrate and stuff so you might not see see them for months yeah. but chances are like you've you're seeing the same birds yeah daily like in your own uh, where you live anyway yeah and crows have they like they've proven crows recognize faces oh right okay yeah yeah, yeah they did an experiment in a university not long well a few years ago yeah where well essentially what they done was they uh i think they were doing some experiments on crows and they'd sort of keep them in captivity for a while and yeah. then let them out. And they noticed that the students who were doing the research started to be attacked <laughs> like a year later. And it's because the crows they let back remembered their face. <laughs> That's brilliant. So they tried to repeat it. Well, I, I don't know what experiment they were originally doing. So they'd done yeah. it again with new crows. They captured them and they any time they had contact with them they wore these like blank white masks that kind of look like michael myers from the halloween movies oh yeah and when they let them out if they ever came onto the campus wearing those masks the crows attacked them that's mental yeah wow so then and like there's other other experiments like that that they do yeah. they do recognize wow but uh, a lot of a lot of birds do i think they're the they're not maybe i think whales have passed this and some monkeys and apes don't know what the actual scientific name for it but essentially a test to see if a creature can recognize itself in the mirror oh yeah and the only things they can do essentially is orca yeah. whale humans uh other like apes and birds yeah i know i've seen loads of videos of like say like parrots admiring themselves yeah, in yeah. And stuff like that. a lot of people you know the idea of putting a, a, a mirror a mirror yeah and a lot of people think it's for company like, I think that was the original thought, that the bird's yeah. stupid enough to think that it's another bird. Yeah, But, but it's actually... actually so as they can, like, check their health and stuff. Yeah. Because <laughs> how they've done the test, it's a really clever way to find out. They put ink on animals, and if an animal tries to get it off after yeah. seeing its reflection, it obviously knows that it's its reflection. Uh... And if you put on a bird, the fur, it'll try and wash it off. Yeah, it that's mad. Uh, so that's it's like f- it's funny because I saw a gift today this morning on like Facebook or something, and it's this one of this like gorilla mm. who they just put a, a mirror in the middle of this like gorilla sanctuary, 
Right. And this huge, big silverback just goes and charges at it and then hits it and goes like, oh, shit, what was that? <laughs> and, like, he expects it to be another gorilla. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know what, I don't know what, like, primates. Yeah. Uh, I know there's some that recognize it, but, yeah, it's definitely not all. And same with, like, I'm, I'm sure there's a bunch of that do, and I just don't know. Yeah. But, like, I've seen dogs, like, and, and cats go nuts seeing their reflection, like... Yeah, yeah, they're just really confused by yeah. it. Like. And there's animals that we, we perceive as being quite smart. Well, even like you said, like, silverback gorillas, you'd think, well, they're yeah, a pretty yeah. intelligent animal-like, but if they can't recognise that that's them in a reflection... Yeah. Not that that... You can't really equate that to their... How their brain functions, I suppose. No. It's something they don't really make use of in the wild. Yeah, that's the thing. Um, like, I wonder how... But I guess a bird, you see, it, it makes sense why a bird would need that sort of uh, ability because you think, like, a lot of birds fish. And, yeah. you know, if you see a reflection in the water, like, they kind of need to know that it's them. I suppose, yeah, that makes sense, doesn't it? You don't want to think you're diving for a fish and all of a sudden there's just another, another bird, bird coming at you. Yeah, yeah uh, actually, yeah, it makes sense when you put it that way. Even, even just being... Like digging for worms in like wet marshy water that could be slightly yeah, flooded yeah, or anything. Never yeah. mind even like a lake or anything. Like that's. But isn't that a? But that's interesting because that's something they have to. They that's an ability they had to learn that through evolution. Yeah, and then at but to a point now where just every bird knows what like understands what their reflection is naturally. Yeah, because they can't be taught. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, just giving you a big yawn. That's <laughs> how interesting it, birds are. Even though I think that's fascinating, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> don't know why, why. I don't even know why we got into that. I guess just because it's interesting. How you were talking about the bird recognizing me. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. I don't know. He seemed really aggressive, though. Well, that's what. But maybe I mean, you you do. A, did you chase a birds out off your garden? Or no, anything? not really. Okay. But he was. Do you think they listen to the podcast? Uh you know what? That's what it is. Because when we were doing Jaws, you talked about having a friend who had a farm and he killed loads of crows and oh my god yeah if the crow heard that he might remember you he's like oh you're friends with the crow killer yeah <laughs> shit man we and you kind of endorsed it i think you see so yeah i don't endorse that if there's any crows listening <laughs> if there's any crows, <laughs> i'm a friend of the crows <laughs> yeah um <laughs> but yeah i guess so even from that like they're they're definitely intelligent yeah. So like, I I would consider them like if if something like the the film the birds happened like there would be something to fear like these they're a creature that were once on top of the food chain like if they seek out revenge <laughs> like how many animals seek out revenge like when you think of it that yeah. way not wolves despite what Liam Neeson says in the grave <laughs> yeah. um but yeah well birds have kind of do that's freaky man well, no, never I say birds but crows and ravens not yeah, all yeah. birds obviously crows and ravens will, will, will seek revenge right. although I'm not maybe I don't know if you consider it revenge but because they could be like oh that's the person who kidnapped me they might be kidnapping another crow like it could just be protective yeah, yeah. as well I don't know if it's necessarily the emotion of revenge yeah it's uh, just it's an instinct of that person is dangerous or... but just in terms of experiments like that Again, I don't know what the actual name for the test is. This isn't a science yeah, podcast. Yeah. We don't need to. <laughs> we don't talk science. But we talk survival. There's a test that they do for. They've done it with loads of animals, loads of mammals. It's like a gratification test. And yeah. they've done it with children. And essentially, what you do with children 
you give them like a small bowl of ice cream and you pull it in oh, front of them yeah. and you say if you don't eat if you can don't eat that for five minutes you'll get a big chocolate sundae oh yeah or they do it with a sweet yeah like you can have one if you don't eat that one sweet I'll give you a bag of sweets in five minutes. That's, yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a much better... Why didn't I just say that? Exactly? <laughs> ice cream. I was like, but the ice cream would melt. Yeah. <laughs> but they've done it with... Um, like, most children's, children can't do it. Like, most humans, just no. ca- even grown-ups can't do it. Like, we want instant gratification. Um, the reason people we procrastinate is kind of, like, evidence yeah. of that. But birds, or I'm not sure what birds, crows anyway, ravens, a lot of birds will wait yeah they'll wait for although how do they let tell them to wait though well, i think you, you have first you have to train them that if they don't oh, okay eat yeah. it, you get another like yeah yeah I get you. the same as like how you kind of yeah the only way a, you can do any test with an animal like first yeah first they would have to like create a baseline yeah, yeah yeah well they'd have to like put i guess with them you'd put something in front of them block them from actually getting it then wait five minutes and give them two and first get yeah. the, get them used to the idea that they'll get two yeah, if they yeah. wait and then put one without being blocked yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm sure there's an entire yeah. procedure to get them to that point I'm sure that takes fucking longer than the actual experiment to see <laughs> yeah. if they can wait but they've done it like they've done it with all different birds um, what's interesting with crows on they won't if you do it like where it's it won't be sweets with them or whatever they're eating although they'll eat yeah. anything so yeah. if you offer to give them one item and if they wait they get two they won't they'll just go for the first one yeah but if you if they're offered a better quality item they'll wait oh. which is really so, they're so even, like you put down a nut wait five minutes and put down a worm they'll, they'll wait. wait for the worm yeah. kind of thing like. but they won't wait for two nuts that's really funny yeah but which is kind of like that shows intelligence too because it's quality over quantity if they're because in that scenario because it's a controlled experiment they're probably not hungry so they don't really need the two so it's it's seen as a treat anyway so they're yeah. just going to hold out for the better treat yeah which is like that's what i'd be like if you offered me like <laughs> put it this way if you offered me a bourbon and if i wait five minutes i get two bourbons or a bourbon and if I wait two minutes I get one custard cream I'll wait for the one custard cream fuck you Johnny but I won't wait for the two bourbons <laughs> fuck you man I'm just using that as an example of I'd I'd, 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 sure I'd like to say same. I'd wait for the two bourbons but I'd probably just eat the bourbon because they're so delicious <laughs> <laughs> no but like the same experiment so you're given a custard cream yeah and if you wait five minutes you get two custard creams you'd yeah. probably just eat the one because you don't really care but whereas like if you were given one custard cream but if you wait five minutes you get a bourbon you'd wait the five minutes because you prefer bourbons yeah I would do yeah. so we'd both be the same and the bird would be the same yeah can I get two bourbons that's yeah. <laughs> fine fine <laughs> <laughs> this experiment doesn't work with humans after all <laughs> it's like no it's just people who like bourbons <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like I, I just thought that's that's interesting that is fascinating there's all also and this is just like shit to to make us fear birds to make you fear birds you should fear them more than sharks or dinosaurs just because they're smart like yeah. they've also are one of the only animals that has the ability to again there's another name for it but it's called mental time travel where you can anticipate future events oh right okay like yeah. that's what we would do you know if you're two roads ahead of you and you have to like pick yeah. one and you think of oh what could happen when i take this one yeah 
that birds are one of the few animals that actually they think have that ability like right. a dog like they all most animals well all animals really have a form of memory yeah so they might instinct like a dog might instinctively fear something because he has a memory of something bad happening yeah yeah but he's not actually imagining what will happen he's not seeing in the future he's just instinctively afraid of something yeah he's well, it's kind of he remembers oh yeah when i do that i get hit or yeah whatever. yeah yeah but where a bird is, well, kind of, it's kind of sounds the same. Where the bird is remembering it and like, oh, if I do that, I get hit. But they're also they're. Oh, I guess a better example with birds is with parrots that they learn the patterns of ants when ants leave like their their ant hill and stuff. Oh right, okay. So they come at that time of the day to feed, like, and they 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 can yeah. per- perceive the idea of when they'll come. Like they're seeing the not seeing the future, but like. Like what humans would do. Yeah, yeah. They'll look around and go, oh, it's nearly ant time. Yeah, yeah. By the looks of the sun or whatever. Yeah, yeah. That's mad. There's probably a better way to explain that, but I'd say people just look that up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't, don't rely on this this podcast. No, except um, for your survival. Yeah. <laughs> well, already it seems uh, like a bigger survival risk. With an all-out bird attack. If they're this smart, like... Yeah, yeah. I don't like my chances. And that's the thing. Like, it's not done in the movie, the birds. But it would be much scarier. I guess because they couldn't do it with their just rubber birds they were throwing at actors on screen. <laughs> yeah. But the idea the birds use, like, make, like, weapons. and t- Or maybe not weapons, but tools. Uh, yeah. Like, the birds use tools is... Insane. Yeah, birds will do things like they'll get sticks to get it further into a hole to get ants or whatever yeah, it is yeah. and stuff like that like a chimpanzee will like they'll, actually even, or they'll they'll bring like a shelled thing bring it up onto the rocks and smash it off yeah, the rocks yeah. to get the meaty flesh inside and stuff like that like they, yeah that's the really inter- like yeah there's loads of eagles yeah. that will use rocks to bash open other eggs to yeah. eat but they're almost they're smarter than chimps in a way because a chimp will use something as a tool He'll pick up something, use a stick as a tool or whatever. Yeah. And in, they call that a nature fact. Okay. When you're using something in nature as a tool. Yeah. And an artifact is when you actually make it. Make it. And birds will make it. They whereas, like you gave the example of them using a stick to scrape something out of a hole, say, and they'll do that. But if they can't reach it, they will like tie two sticks together. <laughs> really yeah they will extend maybe that's just an example yeah yeah finches are the one like finches will like sort of windle down sticks to uh, the size they need wow yeah so and so that that's considered like you think of it that's not i know it's a stretch but it's not is that all that different from like tying a rock to a stick to make an axe you know it's still it's 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 not that far it's joining two nature facts or nature facts together to make another too yeah. like so do you think birds will be the next species next sentient species i well you see they've they should have probably arrived here before <laughs> we did you know maybe they did yeah well i guess like we all have a like maybe we're just a descendant of them too like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i suppose all the intelligent things went towards one animal, yeah. which eventually became us well there's a thing where they a lot of birds can count now obviously oh, they've yeah. been taught as a jumping off point as well 
but again i can't remember which i think it's ravens specifically they've done the test with where like you know you'll put you know one pellet two pellets and three pellets and get them to tap their beak oh, once yeah. for one two for two and three for three yeah and they'll just repeat that over and over to get them to count to three and then they'll in, then they'll put seven pellets nine pellets and eleven oh right. and they'll be able to count without having been taught because they're they, yeah they, they're, te- they teach them one two and three and they can figure out the rest yeah which means wow. they can count which is th- that's incredible that's crazy <laughs> yeah and that means it's a nat like that that's something about that has to be natural to them yeah and uh, what like there's different theories on why they could do that but the main one being that it's the we've we've evolved with the ability to count and so so did they yeah which means, you know, when I was saying like the, our last, our most common ancestor lived 300 million years ago. Yeah. That means that creature would have been able to count. Yeah, yeah I get you. So 300 million years ago, there existed something that was able to count. Or with uh, the, maybe it didn't count, but had the ability to count. Yeah, it could count its victims. Yeah. Wasn't that, <laughs> isn't that mad Like when you think of it like that? That is mad when you think of it that way. Yeah, yeah. Because if two species evolved from different creatures can count it had to it had to mean that something, something yeah there's something in nature that required it like, yeah that's mad. that means dinosaurs could have could have been able to count like. <laughs> but no i just find that really interesting and i'm not sure like there's obviously way more to it than that's the, the yeah. most basic information yeah it's a very basic way of putting it yeah but still no i guess in terms of actual like dominant strength birds they don't have much to fear i guess (laughs) (laughs) they just they're smart but if you can't i suppose it really shows the whole like classic insult of like shut up bird brain because this whole idea that they've like tiny brains and yeah something is just nonsense but i know they've long proven that different like having a bigger brain doesn't necessarily mean you're smarter and all that kind of thing no because i mean like well well actually that's the thing even the whole bird brain thing like yeah they've got small brains but like a crow's brain to body ratio isn't far off what a human's is yeah i suppose you think of it that way um whereas like there was dinosaurs that were huge huge and had a tiny brain yeah yeah um i guess yeah it's not like they 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 don't need to like worry about like writing and stuff (laughs) like so they don't (laughs) need their brain doesn't need to be that big uh, they don't um, they don't have to spend their time doing podcasts but then like it's weird because you know the way there's there's birds that can just naturally mimic voices like human voices yeah, and yeah. everything and crows or not crows ravens can like have the ability of speech and stuff right i didn't know that no oh, yeah, yeah you can... i thought it was just more kind of parrots species no ravens can speak that's why the the raven speaks in the poem like yeah, yeah. it's not even meant to be supernatural oh okay i thought it was just that's what he hears not no, necessarily. It, well it might be but the idea being that if he's only saying nevermore it's like who taught him who taught yeah, the raven okay, that yeah, yeah. um i'd love to have a raven and teach him nevermore and just <laughs> send him into people's house it just comes in going nevermore no a friend of mine has a parrot and she was saying it's really funny because the parrot does it picks up things and says them. Mm. But in different people's voices, right? And and she's yeah. she's um, Slovakian, and her boyfriend is Irish, and yeah. they live in a house, and they have two dogs. I said the parrot like says stuff in her Slovakian accent, like back to her, 
and then yeah. says stuff in like her, her boyfriend's Dublin accent back to him and even things like calls him in her voice and stuff like this <laughs> like it's really creepy yeah. and then does impersonations of the dogs like their barks and stuff and yeah everything. I've heard birds do that <laughs> and even um, she said like the the bird even gives out to the dogs in her voice <laughs> that's like, <laughs> when, you, like when you see even like normal um, hummingbirds and stuff that like mimic car alarms and stuff just because yeah yeah it's mad yeah because there used to there was a pet shop in Tullamore near where I grew up and there was what I always thought was a black parrot there and it was only when I was like a teenager I found out that it was a raven that's the oh really yeah Yeah. it could say loads of stuff even though it looked like a raven well I was was (laughs) a a kid kid, so I was like I I mean yeah you didn't know two minutes ago you didn't even know ravens could and I I no no I know I'm just lagging yeah. Oh no! Yeah, sorry. Just because they look so different, like a parrot and a raven. Yeah, yeah. Like the, beak, my... the long beak and a, a curved beak. And stuff. Yeah, but my association with a parrot is a parrot can talk. Oh, so like yeah, you see okay, a bird yeah. talking, it's like oh, it's a parrot. Like, yeah, yeah. That's what a six-year-old thinks. Like. Oh yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Um, no, I thought you were like oh, I was twelve, like, and then when but, I was thirteen, I suddenly realised. <laughs> but even a, a yeah, well, but even well, actually, I'll go a step further. I'm not the only one because, like, there is movies with I pirates know. with with ravens that talk, and they call them pirates. Like, yeah. so, <laughs> um, anyway, um, but even like crows, like while they can't speak, but are from the same family as ravens. Yeah, but they still have like you know you can have a pet crow, and they tend to name their owners where they make different sounds. Whenever, like, their owner wow. comes into a room, so they're calling their owner's name. Oh, wow, okay. So um, they give them a name in crow language. Essentially, yeah. <laughs> wow. But, well, that's one as well, like, when you talk about animals that communicate, like, there's no debate of whether birds... Again, yeah, like you were saying with the bird brain thing, like, everybody knows birds directly communicate with each other, because, like, yeah. you can hear the um, the different different bird calls and yeah, stuff, yeah and they can produce so many different sounds like they're clearly communicating directly with each other yeah like and we, yet we're it, like oh they're stupid at th- this time of year there's loads of uh seagulls on the roof and like, i'd be down the garden and they're just like going arr, 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 all the time and i just keep doing it back to them <laughs> annoying them and then they call back to you <laughs> and there's something fun. there's seagulls so they're one that actually do attack yeah, we've had they attack people. <laughs> Remember that politician who's a Fianna Fáil politician, like last year in Dublin. Oh. Remember he met, he brought a he brought a complaint to the council where he wanted something done about the seagulls. Oh, because he got attacked by a seagull. <laughs> well, I think because like there was a few reports of people of children getting attacked. Like yeah, and it was during like he he brought it up. There was some meeting. It was about like the water charges, and he he was like, "We need to do something about this yeah, seagull yeah. problem." <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. I forget. Yeah, I remember that now. They're like, "Here, get a really big cat." <laughs> but seagulls are monstrous. They're huge. Yeah, because it's seagulls keep taking pink things off people. Like a lot of girls with iPhones. Oh, that was a huge thing. Cover. Yeah, and why it is because they think well, they think it's flesh. I think it's flesh coloured like they took yeah there's loads of phones were taken by seagulls I remember yeah yeah. but it was all women it was all girls with pink covers on them yeah yeah because they just see it as meat yeah I want that meat which is (laughs) seagulls are all about the pink Johnny they're all about the pink did you see that video that went viral and people were posting it where it was like oh a live uh, 
live cam footage of American Eagle goes horribly wrong. No. It's such a stupid title from stupid people. It's a some nature preserve had uh, cameras in an eagle's nest. And and one day they have like baby eagles and the daddy eagle brings a cat for them, a dead cat. And (laughs) and they all just eat it. And everybody's like, oh, it goes horribly wrong. It's like, just goes horribly natural. Like it's just... Oh, that's what they call it going wrong because it ate a cat? Because they brought a cat. Yeah, yeah. And people were horrified by this. (laughs) And the preserve had to shit that you can't, you can't see the live cam feed anymore. Yeah. Because people complained about it. Well... I'll I'll give you one that will make you laugh. Yeah, was Can, I, sorry. Actually, first of all, the cat probably they probably didn't even kill the cat. They probably found, like found or something. a dead cat and yeah, because they're eagles. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and even if he did kill it, that's still just nature. Yeah, I love the idea of this like cat catching a small like robin and tearing it apart, and then an eagle just coming down and taking the cat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, oh, people are idiots, man. I I was reading um for my guard for going my veg and stuff and I was reading up like really good solutions for ch- taking out um getting rid of slugs and snails and all this kind of stuff. And one one person was just like, "Oh, I have chickens and I let the chickens go through the uh, the uh, veg patch every day and they kill all, they take all the slugs and mm. um snails." And uh, then there's like loads of flies kind of going, oh yeah, man, I need to get myself some chickens. And then the other guy's like, yeah, fresh eggs every day. And then someone replied going, what? That's horrible. Chickens are vegetarians. Uh, <laughs> and I was just like, oh my God, I would reply to this, except it was posted like four years ago. <laughs> um, but still. That probably that person's probably like been ran over by a bus since yeah, then. And anyway. nobody, and it was the last comment. Nobody replied to them. I was like, oh my God, why didn't you reply to them? This person's an idiot. Like, I don't think birds are omnivores. Yeah. Most animals are. <laughs> except and ones that are specifically herbivores. Aren't all birds... Omnivores? I would expect so. I think every bird is an omnivore. Like, I think most birds will even eat their own species. Like, yeah, I can't think of a specific bird that wouldn't be. Like, I know, like most, uh, say for example, I assume most people who have, a, say, a parrot, they feed it like nuts and fats and things. They yeah. don't necessarily feed it um, worms and worms and stuff. But I or, think, well, they probably don't eat worms because they're if they're tropical, maybe they don't really encounter worms. Yeah. But they probably eat ants. Yeah. And here, it's not like you don't walk into a pet shop and buy a bag of ants. Like. <laughs> so, if you could, that would just be amazing for pranks, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> That's probably why you can't. Though you can buy crickets and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, yeah, I wonder if they do eat crickets. I imagine most birds eat anything anyway. Yeah. Um, like, there's, there's only a few exceptions of really bizarre animals. Like, you take it like, it's really weird that a, a pandas only eat bamboo. Yeah, 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 where they're part of the bear family who are omnivores. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's really strange. Like a bear will eat anything; it'll eat leaves, honey, fish, any animal. Man, but is that like the the panda um, like a slot just being lazy over just true? <laughs> tr- I, I think it's the idea of an animal that found an abundance of a food it liked yeah. and then just evolved around that environment or something. Yeah, but it's probably what's affecting the panda. It's probably why the panda's on its way out, like. 
because that's one of the animals where I think like you know it's all this save the panda stuff like should we bother because we we're not responsible for that yeah if we but, did nothing and if we live we we if we put like hundreds of pandas in this huge sanctuary full of bamboo and just left them alone and came back 50 years later there'd be like 100 pandas <laughs> or none or, or none I'd say none <laughs> yeah, yeah. is more exactly. they're not reproducing yeah um, but like I, I completely understand like of course save the shark save the whale save it because like human, yeah. humans have been what have destroyed them but we haven't really impacted we ha- we've had no real impact on the pandas no <laughs> so like the whole like like just, they, they've evolved themselves they've into a made, corner basically they've made their own bed like yeah, yeah. and they're not even having sex <laughs> <laughs> exactly because <laughs> different with like slots and stuff because even though they're kind of like responsible for their own demise but a lot of them get run over by cars and stuff a lot yeah. like humans play a part in gonna catch shit from panda, you panda lovers <laughs> Not that pandas aren't gorgeous animals, but you oh know, no, I don't believe it. On the way out, no, I, they're they're pretty cool. Like I like them, but like the only way they're going to survive is just if we keep artificially inseminating yeah. them. <laughs> Do you need? Well, it's more like, or, okay, I'll save, have they cleverly save... evolved to need us to survive? But that doesn't even work. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. It seems like humanity's effort is just a waste of energy. Okay, yeah. you know what? Save the panda. I'm just asking if the pandas could do some of the work themselves. <laughs> like, <laughs> at least make it a 50 50 split. Like, you don't have yeah. fucking scientists wasting their time, like, forcing pandas to watch panda porn just to try and get them <laughs> to breed with each other. Uh, I actually saw a really funny video the other day of this, like, woman in a panda capture place, and she's trying to clean all the leaves on the ground and put them in like this wicker basket to take mm. the leaves out of the sanctuary and the pandas they just keep stealing the basket and jumping into it and it's just this like oh, endless struggle that. and it's really funny because the whole time you're just like just try something different <laughs> like, but she, it's like she just can't learn from what's happening Yeah. and I'm, all I can think is give them the basket and get something else to put the leaves in like <laughs> what are you doing yeah <laughs> That's like the birds are actually smarter than that. <laughs> That's yeah, behaved. Yeah. Like, uh, you've seen the, those. Uh, there's a BBC really cool BBC documentary where they do it, where it shows the experiments where they put food in water and see and let a bunch of crows out to see no. if they can get. And it's really good. Uh, they just and the crows just work together, go get a bunch of rocks and just start dropping it into the water until oh. the food rises to the top. That's ridiculous. And it's obviously something they've done loads in nature, though. Yeah. Its first reference to that is back in like Homer's Odyssey and stuff. Oh <laughs> and, like, yeah, of course. Odin yeah. talks about it, like with his two ravens. Yeah, yeah. So like that's something that definitely they've just done throughout history. It's not even they didn't learn it from an experiment. That yeah, they yeah. Just do. This I is mental. I know loads of people that would that would. Do. <laughs> I could put them in a room, starve them, put food and water. They would die. They would never figure out how to get out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's in- that, like it's incredible. Yeah, there's some stuff to do that just like yeah, just humans that just never would do it. Crows even like they build more. To, they build multiple nests and don't use them. It's just to, as a decoy for predators. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> so what you're saying are is. 
that birds are the best preppers on the planet. Essentially, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, actually, they do that. They hide their they stockpile food as well. Yeah. And I think that's actually how they first, why they started doing the experiments to see if they could count. Because just in nature, they assume, well, they can count because, or they at least, like, can rem- rem- yeah, remember, remember stuff really well because they can have three or four hiding spots and remember oh, yeah. where each one is. Like, a, do squirrels do that with nuts? Or do they just keep them all in their den or whatever? I think they keep, yeah, I think they keep them all in, their, in the one place. Yeah. Because they hibernate and stuff, so I'd assume yeah. they'd be just... But maybe not. We have to have when we do a squirrel attack episode. A squirrel attack episode. I show you that. Did I show you that story of the... Oh, the rabies squirrel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then we saw a squirrel outside your house yeah. when we were recording that. Um, was it was the like, Jaws episode. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and which I assume is rabid because I've seen... We were, walk, we were just before we'd done the episode. I don't know why we didn't even mention it on the episode. I know, yeah. We saw a squirrel run by, like, my front door, essentially. And I've seen him... You never really see squirrels that often in Dublin. Not unless no. you're in the park. But I've seen this squirrel getting very close to the houses over yeah. the last, like, two weeks. So based on what we're saying in the Cujo episode, we assume he's rabid. Because yeah. he's lost the fear of humans. Again, it's back to, like, yeah, they're definitely smart, so... They they could they could outsmart most humans, but do they have like anything near the strength to actually like? Yeah, I suppose if you've got, as which is the case where like you've a swarm of birds and pecking at you, like that's, well, that's the numbers. Yeah, that's just yeah. that's. Uh, but also, I think your biggest weakness there is fear. Yeah, you know what I mean, like because you'd very quickly end up in a ball on the ground getting pecked to death. That's true. Where the probably best thing to do is to just try and run. Yeah. Cover, cover your eyes and run. Even though that sounds stupid. You but, run into a tree or something. But your like, eyes are what they're actually going what they're for. Cover. Like, yeah, yeah. Even if you just kind of like cup your eyes, yeah. your hands around your eyes and just run, like head down, just go for it. Yeah. At least like grab goggles. <laughs> yeah. So that's what you actually want thing just to put out there you need in your bug out bag for the birds is goggles a pair of goggles <laughs> which is a recurring one goggles seem to come in handy yeah it'd be very good because um, even if someone throws like some kind of gas at you or something yeah. you want well they're very important for um, Dante's peak for the oh, smoke oh yeah yeah well that's a good point with the fear yeah like if you just give in to fear you're kind of fucked in a lot of cases but we're talking about you know how you know that sh- people say oh it's more afraid of you than you are of it and it's yeah, bullshit yeah. in so many cases but a lot of birds are pretty fearless crows yeah. especially crows stand up to crows like pick on bigger animals <laughs> like yeah, yeah they're lunatics yeah and actually ravens in to go back to yellowstone and wolves like this is how clever they are they they just hang around well you know like in norse mythology you always hear like see like a warrior with a wolf and a raven Oh, right, it's like okay, the wolf yeah, follows yeah. the warrior and the raven follows the wolf yeah. and that's actually true because they use they, they would you have they used to use wolves in battle like yeah um ravens tend to hang around wolves because they just feed off the scraps of what they kill oh yeah <laughs> and they have done a shroud history and that was again something that like only really existed in mythology but then when they reintroduce wolves and monitored them in all these wildlife parks all of a sudden the raven population goes up because oh, they hang around, they and, go for the scraps. Yeah, and the and there's like flocks of ravens that just live over a wolf pack. <laughs> That's mad. And you spend their lives with them. They have about the same life expectancy. So you have these 
So you have these ravens that just live, literally live over like a wolf. in the trees above where yeah. the wolves sleep or whatever. Like, Essentially, like they're part of the pack, and the wolves don't like it, but they can't do anything about it. <laughs> um, there's even video like where you see ravens like they kind of like tie with wolves as well. Like when they get bored after yeah. they've eaten, they'll just swoop down and like hit the wolf, just pe- mess with and them. Wait, with. Yeah, wait for the wolf to chase them and fly away. Just like <laughs> fucking with them. So what you're saying is they're gods. Yeah, well, <laughs> basically. Kind of like little shits. Yeah, well. just toying with... I seen a magpie. My old housemate Dave and I were out in our backyard one day. And there was this cat, our neighbour's cat, we used to call we used to call Dokes. Um, <laughs> was he missing a tongue and a foot? And a no, it was because he, he used to just <laughs> pop up out of nowhere. And it just, <laughs> like, surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. I'm like, oh, it's ducks. Yeah, it's like so. I had a straight guy here that had one eye, so I called him Odin. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Um, but yeah, Dokes was, there was a magpie, and Dokes was like in the tree creeping up on it. Yeah. And he made a pounce, and the magpie just jumped. And next thing, the magpie jumps back down and waits. For him to do it again. Do it, yeah, and he just kept doing it. Cause just he, toying with him. Just toying with him, because the cat definitely couldn't get him. Like, he, he just... We even knew by looking at the, cat, the way Dawks was sneaking, we're like, oh, he just doesn't have much of a hunter's instinct, does he? Yeah, yeah. But the magpie knew it too, like, so he just was like, just toy with him. mocking him. Yeah, because you think of that, like, as an animal, if another animal <laughs> tries to kill you, you just get the fuck out of there. Yeah. But not if you're a bird. <laughs> not if you're a bird. Well, if you see one that's just trying to, but just clearly can't. Yeah. <laughs> wow. But it's so amazing. it's kind of magpies, crows, and ravens are at the top. I'd say, as opposed to say something like a robin or yeah, a yeah. swift or even a pigeon. Yeah, well, obviously, well, pigeons are very clever as well. Yeah, yeah. I it's mean, bit, like there's the whole homing pigeon thing. Actually, the same girl I was telling you about who has the parrot. Mm. Her boyfriend he keeps racing pigeons. Oh right. And uh, like they do stuff like he tries them down to cork, and then he drives back, and they arrive like an hour behind him. It's crazy. Yeah, like that. I I can't understand Mental. that like i remember seeing like the video like, have you ever seen like mike tyson talk about his pigeons no do you know mike tyson's love of pigeons no oh mike tyson has like i don't know if he still does but when he was sort of before he sort of came back when he was living in an apartment in new york yeah on his he had his pigeon on the roof like he oh really that's why in mike tyson's mysteries he has the, the oh, i haven't seen that yet, oh actually. right he, like what his sidekicks a pigeon in it <laughs> uh, but yeah he keeps pigeons like wow and there's a I saw like a little like a 20 minute documentary he done like just about his pigeons yeah. like loads of people around here keep pigeons actually it's a big thing it's a, this in area. Dublin it's a yeah, huge it's a really thing, big like, thing even like especially back in the 80s it seems like it was huge yeah, it's really competitive as well loads of community centres have like pit it doesn't seem as much now like but you see loads of old buildings that were the old pigeon club like yeah, yeah. um and I'm, I'm, I'm gonna come out on air I work in a health food shop when I'm not doing podcasts <laughs> I've finally admitted it I've been hiding it for a long time because it's relevant and the amount of money guys spend on like really healthy stuff for their pigeons like they feed their pigeons quinoa they feed them uh, like flax or linseed oil they feed them probiotics they feed them <laughs> organic goats and sheep yogurts right and there was this one guy in the other day and he was just like buying all this stuff and i was just like 
uh, you know, anytime you're chatting to people like that, you're always like, oh, do you, um, it's like, you know, you always end up asking, like, if they're buying specific things, yeah, you'd yeah. be like, oh, what you, co- you cooking something nice? You know, this kind yeah, of, yeah, kind yeah. of banter you have with people. And he's like, oh, no, man, it's for the pigeons. <laughs> and I was like, oh, right. I was like, what? and I was like, oh, what would you do with the quinoa? I was like, oh, they love it. And he's like, and I just was like, oh, would you, do you need it yourself? And he's just like, oh, no, man, I just got the subway. Yeah. Wow. Or like Burger King or something. And he was just like, what? And his mate was with him and his mate was like, yeah. He's really unhealthy. The pigeons are great, though. <laughs> I was just like, oh, my God. And the guy spent, like, 50 quid wow. on stuff as well. It's funny you say that, though. Cause you know the nine bars? The, like, the nat. The, yeah, yeah. There's the flaxseed one. Yeah. When I was going down to your wedding. Oh, yeah. Uh, a year ago in uh, Carrick. I was getting the train in Connolly. And, you know, there's loads of pigeons there. And I heard I had like three of those nine bars, the flaxseed ones with me. Yeah. And I broke a bit off and just threw it to one of the pigeon. And he went nuts for it. He was climbing. Like, I was waiting for the train. He was walk, coming up. He was standing on my shoe, waiting <laughs> to get more. Like, <laughs> he loved it. It's all the, uh, there's full of, they're full of, a uh, flaxseed is full of uh, omega oils. It's like he knew, like, as soon as he ate it, he registered, oh, that's what I need. That's healthy. Yeah, like, yeah. But as well, like, your one. I was telling you about her fella keeping pigeons and she said like they're massive they're really big and healthy and way bigger than you see like wild pigeons just because he feeds them all this yeah, kind of stuff yeah, as well yeah. and they have these like really nice uh, feathers and coats and stuff like that they're not like your normal city pigeon with his with, with a club <laughs> with a club foot yeah. <laughs> um, but that's the thing I guess in terms of intelligence you fear like yeah the crow raven they, well they're all they're corvids yeah. they're all from the same family and then pigeon yeah. But I still think in terms of strength and like, you know, what could actually like injure you, yeah. it's still like the parrot, eagles, all that. Like, I mean, yeah. there's... there's Even a seagull, they're fucking yeah. huge. Like, there's parrots that their nose is that pointy that they can like, they're known to like rip tires apart on cars and stuff. Yeah. So that can like, that's going, that it, that's just, going to go through your stomach. Just try do that. Like, anyone out there, don't, don't wreck someone else's car. No. Dude. If you have like, an old tire in a garden or something just try and stab it with a knife yeah and see how easy that is um i'm looking at the window and seeing loads of birds looking in and just uh, they know they know we're talking about them. <laughs> um but yeah it's and it's the group and it's the the bird expert in the birds even says it that there's what a hundred on all five continents there's a hundred billion birds wow <laughs> and the crow actually... so that's like how many is that per person then i'm just trying to think seven billion people hundred billion yeah it's such easy maths but i know we're, yeah, we're... i'm just drawing my brain is just going no but i'll let it in you won't miss a beat i'll make it sound like you got it straight away that's 14 birds per person. So everyone in the world has to fight off 14 birds if they were to take over the world, say? On average. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. So, well, that's not, actually, that's not that bad. I only have to fight off. Like, I, I know that's but not still, how it works, but let's. No, yeah. But it's, yeah, if they were evolved to be smart enough that they were like, okay, so 14 of us well, per you know person. Half the world is like, it's not, I don't know if this is true at all. I'm just to make the maths easier half yeah. the world is probably like 
or a quarter at least, would be children. Yeah, so they're gone. So they're gone. So <laughs> they're so already, so that, that 14, birth, you have to... It goes up to, say, whatever, 20 28 years now. For, yeah, it'd yeah. be 28 for each person. Yeah. So already it's like, oh, 28, that's... It's so much more than 14, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, <laughs> and then you have, like, the, elder, the elderly gone. It's probably yeah. up to... Like, you give it... It's another 14, I'd say. You give it three, four days that children and elderly are gone. So yeah. now it's just people in their prime, like us... You're going against fifty birds each. Yeah, <laughs> and then you can you keep that pace going for a few months, but eventually some people just die. So then it's up to sixty, seventy. Yeah, as the population goes down. Yeah, and then their population will only be rising. Yeah. Well, that's actually funny. Uh, the COVID population is has constantly been rising. The with with humans essentially. Yeah. Because even like crows coming to the cities and stuff. And learning how to live in the city, their population has continually rose. Oh yeah, that sort of there's a, like a you know you know like the way people talk about ecosystems relying on certain animals. Yeah, the birds, bird or crows kind of relies on us now. Oh okay, that their population kind of has been able to grow. Yeah, because of human our farming and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, well, and our waste mainly, especially in the yeah, cities. Yeah, yeah. Like, so if we had like a virus that just killed humans. And we lost like 98%, 99% of our population. Would then that have a fall eventually? Yeah, well, I guess it would on crows. It, yeah, it'd they'd eventually to. die out. I don't think they'd die out, but they'd return to what they were before there were yeah. cities like. Yeah, cool. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how you beat the crows. You wipe destroy- out 99% of humans. It's a very peaceful world, I think. Yeah. They rely on just so much human waste like yeah because they kind of eat anything you know it's actually funny uh, apparently crows prefer mcdonald's and burger king to non-generic fast food oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's brilliant it's only because it's more recognizable though it's the package in there oh uh, of course so if you put chip- you, you think of your if somebody like you know you especially in dublin i'm sure this is the same everywhere after a night out like the morning after like a sunday morning you just see like bags of fast food just thrown on the sidewalk yeah because drunk people have just left them there but you know in theory if there's a brown paper bag with chips in it and a mcdonald's one the crow yeah. will go for the mcdonald's because oh, they're attracted to the red or yeah. whatever not that they're attracted to the red but they know it's more common like mcdonald's is so common that they oh that they're like oh that's food yeah, yeah that's yeah. that's a mcdonald's like they probably they know the logo they've got their there's there's crow speak for mcdonald's like they're you know. probably just going like they're just like yeah. <laughs> doing the mcdonald's <laughs> song yeah. um, <laughs> just turning around brilliant. going i'm loving it <laughs> oh raven could yeah <laughs> that'd be terrifying you're going down the street there's this mcdonald's bag there and all the ravens are just like i'm loving it i'm loving it i'm loving it jesus uh, uh, <laughs> so do you think we could survive the birds mm. the numbers is just too too tricky like to yeah. when you think of it like yeah it's 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 such a silly one yeah but they're all silly. Everything we do is silly. It's no... Like, I mean, this is more possible... Definitely more likely than, than zombies. Or Jurassic Park. <laughs> um, depending on which side you take from last week's discussion. Um, well, essentially, it's a... Uh, it's quite like Jurassic Park, because you're fighting yeah. uh, 
descendant of them like i'd yeah. say like in a way because we know now that you know dinosaurs were if we're talking about the real dinosaurs and not the actual jurassic park dinosaurs they're about it might be about the same yeah because i mean what what the dinosaurs have on their side that they, that modern birds don't it's it, the size it's the size but what modern birds have is the ability to flight which is a huge advantage when you can't fucking catch the thing that you're yeah, yeah. fighting like all a bird has to do is swoop down and, and then swoop go, away yeah, again and it's, a, it's a it's a like a guerrilla warfare yeah it's a very different tactic well it's like the the reason world war Two was such a horrendous yeah. war it was like the invention of flight like yeah like once you can fly you you you're at a huge advantage of your yeah. opponent and hilariously, the only way, the best way to survive something like the birds attacking is to live in a bunker. Kind of. <laughs> like it's a, yeah. like it's a other serious uh, attack. But you just have to stay there for your entire life because the birds will just yeah, always there's be no, there. Yeah, there's no time when it's up. Yeah, it's just... Uh, That's the problem. Because, so okay, the only, the only way to fight them, we'd have to build, uh, we'd, we'd have to put, we'd have to create wings for ourselves and fight them in the sky because <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's that classic the art of war thing like whoever has the higher ground has the advantage yeah, and yeah. who has the higher ground over like birds have the higher ground yeah. over everything well you could probably build you'd have to build like some kind of massive like dome cage like a bird cage except it's keeping them out yeah and you, in. And you could build it over like a couple of acres and have a farm and survive that way yeah but being able to build that while they're attacking is the problem. So you have to, the Stephen King novel, Under the Dome, you have to build that world that they're trapped in and that. Yeah, and kill all the birds who are inside it already. You see, and it, but it's the it's their ability to just, they've got the flight, they've got the strategy, their ability to communicate. Yeah. Um, Like even, you know the way you see like crows congregate where you just see like hundreds and hundreds of crows, even though like they don't have, that's not a flock like you you will see like multiple flocks congregate together in like a you know in a field yeah where you'll see like seven trees full of crows oh yeah they still don't really understand what they're doing like <laughs> yeah, i yeah. mean because they like that's not their family that's not a flock that's about 20 flocks together yeah and they just don't know what they're doing and that's essentially what in the bird what happens in the birds they're congregating but just more than ever. Yeah. <laughs> um, and getting aggressive. But isn't that crazy? That we have no idea why something as simple as a crow. Like, you know, we were talking about how, you know, we've explored whatever percent of space, but only 2% of the ocean. Yeah, yeah. But we don't understand why crows congregate together. And form a murder. Yeah. There's theories, one of them being, the simple one being that it's just... Um, Safety in numbers. Yeah, though what is how, how why do they need so many numbers? The one of them is that it's more like the they're sort of they're just sharing information at the oh. end of the day, like the it's like if you see a guy dressed uh, looking like uh wearing a Captain Kirk mask from the seventies, <laughs> fucking kill that <laughs> bitch. <laughs> um <laughs> people that don't know people won't get that I know yeah that's, that's why I was trying to go as yeah. skewer as possible but no they reckon yeah it's like the information centre that so so you're a crow and you've had a really shitty you haven't found anything that day yeah you go to where they all congregate because if you see like a a couple of fat crows coming back 
you know that they've had a good meal and so you follow them the next yeah. day and that they're just like in or maybe like directly communicating through song the way they do or whatever that yeah. they're just sharing information on where to go essentially you know in like mmorpgs like world of warcraft and that you know the way there's oh, always yeah. a place where all the everybody Players. meets and just yeah yeah it's essentially that yeah or that like if there's a particular spots like a dump say yeah. that they know is good food that's kind of like somewhere they're guaranteed to have breakfast yeah they'll go there yeah. yeah so they all just congregate where they have food when they wake up that's really cool um but it's just interesting that you they only have like theories on why they do that not that that's creepy but i mean you don't know what they're planning no they could be like <laughs> hey when are we killing the humans again no till 2018 <laughs> man it's not t- 2018 2018 and they're like ah sorry i thought it was 16 no worries my bad my bad actually i'd read it somewhere and this is really good this one like how why you should fear birds because you know the way they can mimic like human voices yeah you know there's a theory that when we have like robots doing everything for us and they obey voice commands the birds will be able to band together and control the robots <laughs> they're the reason <laughs> so th- there there's no skynet it's just the birds <laughs> yeah well like say you have a, you have your own robot butler that by only obeys your commands and this yeah. bird learns your voice and he commands the robot to kill you <laughs> yeah. and the robot only obeys your your voice <laughs> so the birds can use the robots to conquer the world I can't remember where where I read that, but that's really funny. <laughs> quite different than Hitchcock's one, but you know that's yeah, that's cool. It's like um, you could just call that the Birds Three Thousand or we, something. I like if we ever like done, you know, Disaster Artists, the animated movie or something. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be the plot where you try and like combine so many different ep- things we cover oh, yeah, into one storyline yeah. well yeah like you just because you use everything so the birds trick the robots into killing us but then like somehow yeah. there's zombies in it too I don't know yeah, yeah. trying to like join them all together in one narrative yeah and they set off a, a caldera volcano yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh. you could definitely work that in well you know the that's a deadly idea. I think we should just go do that right now. Well, the ravens and the wolves are both in Yellowstones, where the caldera exactly. is. So we've they're plotting against us. It's right in itself. And Liam Neeson's just running around going, "The wolves are trying to kill us with a caldera," and everyone's just like, "That's not what wolves do, man." It's clearly the the ravens. <laughs> and he's like, "No, it's the wolves. They want to revenge." I guess the we're fighting off crows is easy enough. Like, you know, you could fight off one particular bird, you know, like... Yeah, you could, like, like a stick or a baseball bat or a good Irish hurl. Yeah, but I even mean just, like, there's different things different species of birds would be afraid of. Yeah. Like, crows are going to be afraid of an owl, so, like... So you let an owl loose, it'll kill a crow. But it's like when... But then you've got an owl problem. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But that's it, like, when it's all birds are working... Because the idea with the birds is all birds are working together. Yeah. So yeah, like there's no way to really. I mean, it's silly because like no, yeah. they would never work together. And it's easy. You get a bunch of cats, and then the eagles just come down and yeah. kill the cats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you get a bear. He'll take care of the eagles. And then once winter rolls around, the bears die out. Yeah. Um, they, are they afraid of fire? Mm, I'm not so. sure. But I suppose they're swooping. That like if you're holding like a flaming torch, they'll just work around it like. Yeah, 
Wait, what are we talking about now? Like, Bird? you're being attacked by birds. Yeah. Uh, I suppose at night, most of them sleep at night. Except for, like, an owl. I don't think birds really give a shit about fire. Yeah, I wouldn't think so. Yeah, no, I don't think... I, I think they're indifferent to smoke Unless you have, like, a serious bush fire. They'll just fly away. Oh, yeah, I mean, they're oh, they're smart. They're aware of the danger of it. But I don't yeah. think waving fire will... No, you wearing you waving a a flaming torch isn't going to mean any difference yeah. to just waving a stick at them. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think they, they understand that you holding it means nothing. Like, it's yeah, only yeah. them... I think the reaction to it is kind of like what we'd be like where obviously you stand back you don't want to get burned but they're not like yeah. oh my god what is this yeah. and they run off <laughs> but the thing is as crazy as that all sounds and it is completely like ridiculous yeah. there is a real life event that the birds was inspired by oh really yeah, yeah in 1961 in Montreal, california Montre bay uh yeah there was like reports of huge flocks of birds attacking people and it and seriously injuring them wow yeah and it was mainly seagulls but it was also crows as well That's now they weren't working together but it was different instances of two different species of birds attacking people wow and it went on for weeks this was two years before Hitchcock done the birds like that's what it was based on there's new i was reading some stuff there's like loads of old the classic California newspaper site we use oh, for yesterday's yeah, yeah. news, and there's articles about it in there. And there's like there's one of it, like a woman that was like actually like like the scene in the birds where she was on a boat and a seagull just came down and cut her in the fore- forehead, like nearly knocked her off the boat. Or maybe she actually I think she was knocked off the boat, nearly drowned. Like so, <laughs> no, <it's been> nearly <laughs> drowned because. Uh, but um, they never explain in the film the birds why the birds are doing it. No, it's anything. left as a mystery, isn't it? After th- these attacks, scientists did examine the stomach. Oh, yeah, because, like, these birds went nuts. They actually were just, like, diving into houses. Yeah. Like, attacking houses. This is the real life now, not in the film. Yeah, yeah. And so, obviously, <laughs> you know, birds, quite Don't weak bone. Yeah. Well, no, they, but they're quite weak bone, too. If if a bird done what they done in the film, the birds, they would just die. Like, they'd yeah, break yeah. their neck as soon as they... If a bird goes flying into a window, it's going to break its neck, like... Yeah. They're a very delicate creature, oh, like yeah. their legs especially. And if they break a leg or a wing, they're done for. Like, But anyway, so these birds in real life, when they were diving into the houses, they just broke their neck and died straight away. So they had a bunch of bodies that they could cut open and see what was going on. Yeah, they found the stomachs had uh, poisoned algae. Yeah, it was toxic. Wow. So whatever, like the plankton they'd have been eating... Would have just been, would have been poisoned essentially, and just made them go crazy. Yeah, they, they reckon they were like in the when plankton get, or sorry, when they get from plankton, they normally like have seizures and stuff. Yeah, so it's not too much of a stretch to think they were just gone Going mad. Nuts. That's <laughs> crazy. Uh, but yeah, normally when they get the, those type of poisoning, they just have seizures and die. But so it can happen. So we might actually have to prepare for that. So goggles in the bugger bag anyway. Goggles in the boogie bag. Um, maybe, like, they're not going to be afraid of fire, but maybe <laughs> flamethrower is the only thing I can think of. That'd be cool. Then you just have all these, like, flaming birds flying around. True, yeah. Because <laughs> Though they're not going to last long. Because you can't, like, it's you can't just have a gun, like, that's, or a, or a crossbow or anything. Like, you just... You could, but... What would be the point? You're never going to shoot off enough to actually no. make any dent in the wave that's attacking you, like... Yeah. And at that point, I mean, maybe the sound, even the noise, the noise might. Yeah, 
But I'm sure they get once they get used to that. You could, that'll only work for so long. Because like yeah. eventually, like you know when they put the, I don't know what they call it, but you know the alert, the sort of the gunshot sound farmers put yeah, in cornfield, like a scarecrow thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you hear they only last for about a month, and then the crows eventually just they become immune anymore. to it. Yeah. yeah. So, well, I guess with that, it's they realize it's not real. They're like, oh, there's this gunshot going off, but none of my friends have died this month. So clearly... Yeah, and it goes off at one o'clock every day. Actually, yeah, or exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess the only the only way to survive it is to hide and wait it out. <laughs> yeah. Then do you face a planet of the birds? <laughs> they just enslave humans and have... <laughs> give out to us for speaking. Only, <laughs> only birds can speak. Who'd have, thought, who'd have thought this had been the episode where we can't even reach a decision where we're like, oh, <laughs> I know, yeah, yeah. that's a tough one. But, I like, guess... this morning I was just like, yeah, pff, they're just some birds, baseball yeah. bat, grand. But now as we go through it all, shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's that number, it's that number, like we're saying. It's the number, It's, it's the 14 yeah. that goes up to about 50 as the population goes down. Yeah. You just can't combat the numbers. Like, it doesn't matter. It's... Because the whole point is, even if you kill 14 birds, there's still the 14 who kill your neighbour. Yeah. And then come for you. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Well, you've got to hope, like, if we're on the same block, you have to hope that I'm having as much luck as you're having with fighting them all, you know? Yeah. Exactly. Would you, well, it's kind of like how, why, how zombies overpopulate the earth in those films. Like, yeah. Because zombies should be really easy to kill. But you have to just rely on everybody else in the world being as capable as you are. Exactly. And not being going up to people going, hey man, you yeah, okay? Exactly. And then getting yeah. bitten and stuff. Or like just that. going out like foraging for food at night. Like, yeah, yeah. And um, adding to the population. I guess, yeah, that's the only difference. At least people aren't turning into birds. Well, at least with something like zombies, what, seven or eight years before they're decomposed Depends. enough that you can't come after you or something like that. Where with birds is like it could just be a continuous thing, or it could be like that they're poisoned by algae and yeah. you gotta wait like a couple of weeks. See if that was the, at least then you can wait it out. Yeah. Like, but if it's just what birds do now, <laughs> yeah. If birds just like are like in the classic film Bird Demic. <laughs> Have you seen no. Bird Demic? Oh, it's not. It's like the worst movie ever made. Oh, right. like properly. Like it's yeah. It's just a knockoff of the birds, but in that they're just like you know they're have decided because of global warming i think they're going to <laughs> have decided to revolt yeah but yeah no it's you play the you wait it out if it's you know there's an actual scientific reason behind it like they're poisoned grand if yeah. they're just revolting it's gonna be me and you seeing the statue of liberty sticking out of the sand <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> only with birds yeah I mean, that's the way you survive it. You hop in a spaceship and you just go... Get Go to the future to yeah. when they're in charge. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's a hint to what we might do next time. Have a nice apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs>